0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beardy Bunch podcast. My name is Andrew, and I am joined today by my co-hosts, Billy and Joe, for our wondrous episode three. Billy and Joe, how are you guys doing tonight?
1: I'm doing fantastic. It's been such a relaxing day. No complaints. I'm
2: really glad to hear that. I am doing very well as well. I've had a pretty chilled out Saturday morning, and now I am uh, looking forward to recording a podcast with my bros.
0: Saturday morning for you, Friday night for us. If you know it. I'm from the future, baby. He lives in the future. I love it. And somehow he still doesn't tell us things in time. Like, hey. I'm waiting for those lottery numbers, Billy. <laughs> we could be millionaires.
2: It's my burden to carry, knowing that all these we things. We could
0: buy Streamer <laughs> Island. <laughs> I
2: know we
1: could, but we-, we could buy a whole Streamer Continent.
2: We signed an agreement.
1: Let's just buy Antarctica. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we'll thaw it out. We'll get a bunch of flamethrowers. We'll no, 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 no,
2: no, no. We don't want to buy <laughs> Antarctica. <laughs> we don't want to buy
1: Antarctica
2: because it's shrinking. That's okay. a bad investment. It's shrinking all the time. We need to buy like let's just let's just buy New Zealand. Okay. Who cares about that? Oh them? man,
1: I'm sure
0: they Let don't be, want it. Well, I mean, I kind of care about New Zealand. I just heard someone scream in my living room. Someone really likes I mean, New they got Zealand tonight. So. <laughs> That's concerning. <laughs>
1: what did you say about New Zealand? <laughs> I'm concerned, Dad. How are you today? I,
0: you know, I'm pretty okay. Um, I had a great day. Work was all right. Um, I got to see an old roommate of mine. Now that we're all vaccinated and. That part was really awesome. The sucky part is I had to not stream tonight because when we went out to get dinner, all all of us, my girlfriend, uh, he and I and our current roommate, um, we ended up waiting an hour and a half for our table. And by the time we got to the table, we were at the table for about 45 minutes before they brought us anything. And then at that point we were too hungry and it's a Friday night and they just lifted the mask mandate here. So everyone and their mother is out eating. We didn't want to leave the table and go try and find somewhere else. So we were like, screw it. We'll order. Um, Our order took another hour. And instead of streaming, I was sitting there hanging out with them and having a great time. But like there was that part in the back of my mind that was like, I had a schedule and I can't keep to it. So I'm glad I at least made it in time for the podcast
2: recording. Well, that does suck. It sucks when you go somewhere and you can see that, that, Chunk with that wedge of cheese, the wheel of cheese of time, just slowly being eaten away for you. That's that's never fun. Yeah,
0: we got there at six and we left at nine thirty.
2: You're here now, and that's what matters.
0: Exactly, and I'm glad to be here, and I'm in a great mood. Don't get me wrong; I'm happy on top of the world. Uh, my brain is full of lovely vampires and our lovely viewers.
2: Well, that's what we love to hear.
1: I, for one, didn't even leave the house that. <laughs> <laughs> I crept down to the You're front porch like a of gremlin. I was like, Mass Effect! <laughs> Mass Effect! <laughs> Where is my package? That's what I <laughs> And like then to I retreated be. right back upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I just.
0: I imagine you were dressed exactly like Sneagle <laughs> yeah. just, You're yeah. naked except for like a
1: towel wrapped yeah, around. I the was waist. just like ra- like I got out of bed like wrapped still in like the sheets from <laughs> sleeping. I
2: was just like Mass Effect Somebody you know, shines a torch in Joe's eyes, so you just goes <laughs> <laughs> and runs inside.
0: It burns us. <laughs> Honestly, now that's got a question in my head that I just feel like asking real quick. How do you guys sleep? Because I know a lot of people sleep very differently, and the way Joe just described that, I'm curious. Do you guys wear pajamas? Do you sleep like full com- like commando with no pants on, but you wear a shirt? Um, I don't know if that's still commando. I know no underwear is commando. Do you sleep naked? You sleep in a bathrobe?
2: So I wear sleep shorts. Being from Australia, being a very temperate place, I usually just go strict, strict sleep shorts. But then I'll have a dedicated pajama shirt, like a t-shirt that I wear that if I'm in my pajama shorts, I will then put the t-shirt and like there's a knock on the door, I will put the t-shirt on and then and go about my business. It's
0: much more eloquent than me. If I choose no shirt, my roommates just have to deal with it.
2: <laughs> oh, my roommate has to deal with me being shirtless, but it's like there's a knock on the door and I like go downstairs answering and it's like the mailman. I don't want to be just like, hey, yeah, that's fair you like this. You like what I'm throwing in your face, bro? <laughs>
1: and that's me. I, I, I for one, I'm lucky if I even make it to the bed. <laughs> I've got <laughs> so I've got a recliner Jesus. like five feet that way that I retreat to after like I end stream or I stop whatever I'm doing at night, and I like just lay back and I watch YouTube videos or Crunchyroll or something, and I usually just pass out there, and I'll wake up. I'll be like, where the fuck am I? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, what day is it? <laughs> kind of that just really suits the whole chaotic vibe we've determined you have.
0: I know I said it in chat the other day, but you, we, we did the the
1: alignment chart for you, and you live on the line between chaotic <laughs> neutral and chaotic evil. <laughs> I think I was, I think I was pushing chaotic evil today in Mass Effect. I really do. Yeah. Anytime you stream, really. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Billy. I was cutting you off. Please. No.
2: No. you Completely understandable. Um, yeah, I'm, I've just got a question. So you just sleep fully dressed, like what you wore the day before, so to speak, or that day. You just crawl yeah. onto your recliner, <laughs> <Yeah>. sleep <laughs> like a gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> like Smeagol. <Smiegel. laughs> yeah. so, so if yeah. you wake up in the middle of the night, do you move on? Do you move yeah. on oh, yeah. to like your yeah.
1: bed? Then I migrate into bed. And do you take off your clothes or do
2: you just sleep yeah. well, in?
1: I'll just like take my shirt off. Okay. And I'll be like, yep, I'm good. So you
2: could just be sleeping in jeans.
1: No consideration. Yeah. Oh no. So when I get home, I put on like athletic shorts okay. or pajama okay. pants or something. I don't wear jeans around. There. What kind of crazy person wears jeans around? Sometimes
2: you got to look stylish.
1: <laughs> I I
0: enjoy wearing my jeans oh. if they're fitting comfortably.
1: I, I don't enjoy wearing jeans. I don't really enjoy wearing jeans. Period. But it's something I can wear to work. So to be
2: completely honest with you, I've worn pants with buttons or a zipper like five times this year. I'm I'm sweatpants all the time now. I just don't care anymore. Like I'll go out in public. I, I wore sweatpants out in public today, and I'm just like I don't care. Like <laughs> what am I proving to anyone? <laughs> i am kind of in the
0: same boat i mean i wear jeans and stuff when i go out with tara and stuff but uh walmart you know by my house recently started selling like playstation and nintendo oh, uh, lounge wow. pants and joggers so like i've got sony and uh super mario and i've got a ramen one uh and a kakashi from naruto because i'm a fucking weeb um of course And,
1: uh, you know who you're talking to, right? (laughs) Well, yeah. And, uh, you know, I just wear
0: those like for days. Um, as far as sleeping though, like there are days where I also have a dedicated pajama shirt, but if I'm really tired and I just haven't gotten undressed yet, either I've been really busy or something, I might just leave my shirt that I wore for the day on. I still change my pants, but like, I don't bother with the shirt sometimes. I also wear hoodies like this a lot with like an undershirt under them. Yeah. So sometimes anything that happened during the day Landed on the hoodie and the shirt itself While being worn is like cleaner to me That could be Someone out there might hear me say that and go That's fucking gross and to that I say Fuck you it's what I do anyways
2: (laughs) We value your support at the Beauty Bunch podcast Um, I would say (laughs) I would say I would say that Sometimes I will like take Like this shirt for instance I put this on yesterday morning So I wore this shirt for like half a day. Then I got changed to go to like a job interview thing. And I just took this t-shirt off, folded it up, put it to the side. And then I was like, okay, I'll just put that shirt on for my tomorrow, for the rest of the day shirt. And I was going to change it for the podcast, but I was like, who am I impressing once again?
0: Us, but we're always impressed by you, babe. I know. Thanks, babe.
2: So, like, I can, I can vibe with that. I can vibe with what you're putting down, with the, keeping the shirt on. That's an interesting question. There's
0: definitely grosser things I could do. <laughs>
2: yeah, there's way grosser things you do. I'm, I'm sure I've done I have grosser. a
0: dedicated t-shirt that I've never washed that I wear every night. Like, it could be
2: that. Yeah, yeah, that would, be, not. That would be kind of wild. I'd be cool. concerned. I think about pajamas quite a lot. Like, especially pajama shirts, you know, like... You're just wearing the same shit for like a week, sometimes more. I don't know how often people wash their pajama shirts because I very rarely do.
0: Every two days or so for me.
2: Are there are there dedicated pajama shirts? I mean, I have yeah, you can get like, three or like, four. You can get like oh. those button-up pajama top things, like the old oh. linen ones and stuff oh. like that. Because like, I just wear like t-shirts. Same, same. I
0: get oversized t-shirts specifically for sleeping
2: in. Well, I have a... I'm going to bring them up once a podcast I have a twice t-shirt that I bought and it got a it got a stain on it from like a bit of bleach in the laundry when I went to wash it one day so it's just got a bit of a stain on it so that's just now my dedicated pajama shirt so it's just hanging on my door back there
0: I'm going to go into Music Maker and I'm going to create like a game show jingle that we can put in every time you mention twice. Oh, please do! <laughs> so, like every time you mention twice, you know that video of the guy from the Japanese game show who wins. It's like ding 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 yeah. ding, and he goes oh! That and just every time you mention twice, we hear that. <laughs> yes, please.
2: Um, I'll have to keep doing it. But 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 but, does anyone have any big announcements or life updates? To run us through
0: tonight. Oh, my bedroom and my office are now separated. Nice. Ooh. I know I mentioned I mentioned that um, I'd be doing that soon. And uh, like clockwork, like right after we recorded that last episode, the next day I was able to move my stuff. So now next to me, not pictured because this is a podcast, is um, my blue lounge chair mm-hmm. that I usually keep downstairs. And it is the comfiest. It's like the closest thing I can get to a recliner without burning a ton of money um and then just a bunch of duffel bags that i have to sort still but you know the room is the bed is gone the dresser is gone the nightstand is gone and uh now it is officially just a media room slash office for
1: when i work in stream
2: fantastic that's exciting news joe do you have any uh life updates anything exciting not really
1: it's been kind of the norm nothing nothing huge going on i am working on two new books but i have no idea when those are coming out yet so Okay, that's exciting. Are they
0: both horror, or have you taken a left turn and written us a rom-com? Mm,
1: I don't know that you'll ever get a rom-com from me. Damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
2: We're aching for
1: it. Everybody knows that I have I have a, a pen name selected for when I decide I'm gonna go the erotica route.
2: I need to know what it is so I can find out <laughs> if you've secretly done it already. <laughs> I, just, I, I just think that you've just got like five Mills and <laughs> Boone style romance novels. So my, my pen name my
1: pen name is not a secret, my 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 planned pen name.
2: You didn't tell me it.
1: It's uh it's Is it H. Janus? It's Joe Jism. <laughs> You heard it here first Joe Jism
0: Okay so Joe Let's break this down for a second Is it spelled J-I-Z-Z-U-M Or like O-M
1: I, 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 I figure it would be like like With an S's instead of Z's Okay Gism, but Gism, then okay.
2: The
0: third Gism. one or Is it like Jism like J-I-S-S Or Z-Z uh,
1: like apostrophe E-M like to Jism uh-huh or (laughs) (laughs) I I hadn't considered it was always UM at the end. Mm. Okay. But I, now that, now that you mention that, that might be on the table. I'd like to hear (laughs) it for the day, for the day when that becomes like, I've, I've run out of ideas and I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to write, I'm going to write erotica for like housewives. Of course. (laughs) It'll be like the, the paperbacks that you see right next to the checkouts at the grocery store that have like, Half-Naked Men on them.
2: Oh, yeah. And the titles
1: are like... Joe Jism, Yeah, at it again, I don't have a title. Uh, I don't the have Greek a title
2: Billionaire's yet. Playboy Wife. Uh, <laughs> those sort of things. Like, the, my mom... And now she's pregnant. Yeah, my mom used to read those romance novels all the time. Really? Yeah, she was obsessed with them. I,
1: I've heard they're a very lucrative market. Yeah. That's the whole reason I have a pen name already selected
2: yeah and that's why i know so much about them like i used to stop and i'd read the back out, and i'd be like veronica is a writer who is looking for love but oil magnate carlos magnif is not doesn't have time for love And it's just like that, and it's just it's all the same story. And you flip open a page and you'll just read a couple of words and you'll be like, Fucking hell, this is just porn in a book. (laughs) He spanked her ass like an African (laughs) drum. Ever
1: Yes Ever since self-publishing has become more prominent, if you search through Amazon, there's some wild shit on there that people have self-published. As far as in the in the erotica. There's like stuff that specifically catered to like really weird sex. Of of the uh, the the rom- I don't even know if you'd call it romance at that point. It's yeah. just straight smut.
2: Nothing wrong with a bit of straight smut. <laughs> can
1: I can I give a bit of uh,
0: constructive criticism to your pen name? Aside, Jism okay. is perfect. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Okay, but in in the world of erotica that I definitely don't know <laughs> very well, but I'm just going to pretend <laughs> I do. Um, I get the feeling there's not a lot of Joes because when people picture Joe. Like, you know, Joe the erotica writer, they're going to think like, oh, it's just some guy named Joe. But if you add a Y, Joe becomes like Joey, like- oh, Joey Chisholm. I thought it was
2: going to be J-O, like a female Joe. So Joy oh, also works. Ooh, or
0: just J-O because, you know, jerk off, but...
2: <laughs>
1: oh, no. But I, all <laughs> I can think... Do? Oh, you didn't even realize no, you that. You didn't even think that. You are just like, Joe. <laughs> I immediately thought that's where you were going with that. Oh,
2: no, Fuck.
1: Billy's
0: way smarter than he even knows. I know. Yeah, Cheers. I was here trying to make him like a porn star smut writer, and Billy's thinking in, you know, 3,012 right
2: yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I do. Also, while we're on to topical news, <laughs> yes, I don't, topical. I don't have any, um, but I would say that uh, well, this is, seems like a really good time to go through our things we're, we're pumped about this week. What... The, our recommendations for the week.
0: I think I think you should go first because I think yours is going to span a larger conversation than mine probably will.
2: So I'm very excited about the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which came out a couple of weeks ago, but it is today for us as we're recording. I've loved Mass Effect since I first discovered it, and I have been pumped for this for about four years when there was just rumors. So I'm so ready for this. I'm ready to dive back in to become Captain Shepard again, Commander Shepard, Captain Shepard. He should have gotten that promotion.
0: He just, he just, he had to mess it up. I know,
2: <laughs> it happens.
0: I'm so excited for this game. I love.
2: Well, I, 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 I I'm just constantly just no, but I constantly <laughs> think about it. Like, like he saved the galaxy twice, right? On screen, you could assume so, right? Yeah. Uh, he deserved the promotion. He deserved at yes. least one, one rank up, maybe two,
0: possibly three.
2: Yeah, that really grinds my gears.
0: I I love Mass Effect, um, and I'm I'm beyond stoked for it as well. I actually have like an emotional tie to it as well, because mm-hmm. when Mass Effect, so Mass Effect One is a game I've only played once. Um, my dad w- watched me play it uh at least the last half of it he was like this is really cool and i just didn't like the way mass effect one handled so i didn't want to go back to it but mass effect two came out and that game in my opinion is pretty much perfect i love that game it's one of my favorite games ever made my dad watched me play it from start to finish and um, now that it's being remastered, I cannot wait to replay it for like all of my friends on Twitch yeah. because like, it's got just, just an emotional tie to me. Um, and, you know, like I said, it's one of my favorite games ever made. And, oh, it's just, it's, it's all so good. Oh, I can, I can geek out about mass effect. but this is not a mass effect episode.
1: So I just started, I just started playing mass effect for the first time today. And I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure that the chili shepherd is, is well on his way to being the most hated of all the Shepherds in the Mass Effect universe, unintentionally. I'm trying to make good choices, but I'm like, this guy's an asshole. I'm going to tell him he's an asshole. I'm not going to, i I've got to butter it up for him. Are you, are you really trying to I'm make really good trying. decisions? I was watching,
0: good. I was watching you bounce between a couple of times today and, I was watching you bounce between the three dialogue options, and you would only bounce between the middle and bottom
1: one, which are your neutral and renegade ones. You Those are the ones that appeal to Paragon. me. The ones on the top were like, he's being too much of a suck-up. I don't like this. <laughs> well, get ready for a <laughs> suck-up jokes. So I'm going to be a suck-up. Same. Being a Paragon is what I do. <laughs> I'm very excited to watch your playthroughs, because I have a feeling it's going to be very different from mine.
2: Dramatic. Yeah, it is going to be very different. And that's the beauty of massive Effect. Like it's going to be so good. To sh- I'm I'm really looking forward to sharing my shepherd journey with you guys too. <laughs> what are
1: you What are you going to name your shepherds?
2: I usually go William Shepherd because it sounds cool oh, to I do say. Andrew
1: Shepherd, yeah. Oh, um, and I'm, then I'm my shepherd. My
2: shepherd looks like he's been in a horrific accident because his face is so mangled from the start. Like there's no there's nothing you could do with him. He's just ho- horrifically ugly. And then, I <laughs> Wait, are and, you
1: are you able to? Are you able to design your Yeah, shepherd? yeah. Did you just what? go standard Shep? Apparently I went standard Ship. Oh, you did. So I, like ship. I like
2: standard Shep. I like Standard Shep too, but I like just the idea of this an ugly dude just saving the galaxy. This horrifically ugly that's man. Right.
1: Have you ever watched any of my character creations? I know all about ugly characters. I have. That's why I was so disappointed. I must have missed the option to customize him. Because I was so disappointed. <laughs> I was like, I want to make a horrifying creature <laughs> that's going to venture out amongst the stars I... and make himself known far and wide as, like, so purple-skinned.
2: <laughs> you can't go that bad. I'm so Elise.
0: glad you weren't <laughs> able to do that. When I'm I'm glad, but also I was shocked when I got to your stream and I saw normal Commander shepherd. I was like, Joe,
1: yeah, what are you doing
0: here, buddy? Yeah, what's, I what's, swear, I think give me option.
1: I typed the name and I was like, oh, do I get to customize them? And then it just went to the game, and I was like, I think oh. you have to hit triangle oh. when you're on that menu
0: because there's like you pick the, pick the presets um, and, and the gender, and and then <clears> you can hit triangle and customize it from there, if I remember correctly. But I'll know for sure when I play it. Whenever. U- UPS gets it here.
2: Yeah, what what do you like about the uh, default face, Dad? What is it about default? Shepherd?
0: I well, so I was gonna say, uh, I feel like both both default shepherds, female fem shep and um, just regular male shepherd, are are really really fitting for the roles that they're in. Mm. Like it's a it's a rare case of the default character is almost preferred in my head than than like your own custom character that maybe you make to try and look like you yeah. or look like your idea. I feel like they really embody the name of Shepard really
2: well. Yeah. I, I think they do look amazing. Like they chose incredibly well for their face models, but yeah, I just, there's just something about having a, just a different face that just appeals to me. I'm
0: glad you should have that.
2: Opinion. Look at this classically handsome motherfucker running around here, saving the galaxy. Like, he's not saving the galaxy. He's looking in the mirror. <laughs> like, that's what he's doing. He, you need a rugged face that looks like somebody's kicked it about ten times. Well, that's by the third
1: game. By the third game, he's just completely defigured. and.
2: Yeah. Well, Bi-
0: Billy's version of Mass Effect started when instead of Saren, you know, doing the intro level stuff, he called him ugly instead. Yeah. And now that <laughs> Shepard's on the war path because Saren called him ugly. Like, how fucking dare you? You fucking did what, mate? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah. fuck, So good. I could talk about Mass Effect for like 12 hours.
0: I have one last thing Mass Effect related yes. that I didn't tell Joe, and I don't know if he knows this yet. Joe, the choices you make in this game will last until the end of the third game.
1: Good. Fantastic. Yeah. I'm excited Fantastic. to see the way your universe turns yeah, out. Yeah, me too.
2: I'm very curious to see. <laughs> I'm
1: sure... It- uh, what? How much could I really affect an entire universe? Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> how much? How much could me telling one one man
2: about how his his wife is being experimented on? How much could that affect? But like, well, you, you're going to see. Like, the first game has a lot of choices which can have huge impacts later on. But I'll also say this: there was a chance that you could have never met Rex. Well, you'd would have met Rex, but there was a chance you never would have brought him on the crew. A, I, I'm not sure you can do that with Garrus. But I think Garris always gets tacked on. But there's a chance that you can yeah. really cause some some issues early on with like even the amount of crew you have. You know, no. like that's wild. I love
0: Garris so much. Garris is cool. He's the biggest bro. Yeah, and you can romance him. You can is Ooh. as femshap Yeah. You can oh. romance him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can only romance a couple of dudes as male champ. And that comes in the third game, because they were finally like, oh, gay people exist. The question is, can I romance everyone
1: at the same time?
2: Uh, I think you can romance one or two, but it does close off paths. There's no harem ending to Mass Effect.
0: If I remember correctly, also, in certain cases, I could be wrong, because it's been a long time since I did this. Um, to get to the point where you can romance people, you end up doing quests along their character line, right. and I think doing some of those quests closes off branches of other character
1: quests. so I believe I so. Can't, I can't use my usual romancing everyone strategy. You no, can
0: but try that. Create
1: multiple save files.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: that's, that. that's not a
2: have story. a stream where you can go back to
0: other save files and just romance everybody yeah. else.
2: Um, so you, I think so. What happens was I, I believe, just for your information, because it is important to know. Because you don't want to fuck it up and you want to romance somebody and then you accidentally choose a dialogue option which shuts it off. If you're romancing two people, so there are two people you can romance as either gender in the first game. So if you're going to romance either of those two, when when your dialogues with that person get to a certain level, they'll say, oh, what about you and blah? And you'll be like, "Uh, it's nothing. Or, hey, I'm really keen on it. Um, and if you do that, that shuts off the... It chooses vice versa romance path basically for you, and you sort of continue along that way. I'm not sure if you could say... I'm really into both of them and, and then see what happened after that. Cause I've never done that. Cause I'm not a fucking scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that Joe? Oh, You're a fucking oh,
1: scumbag. My
2: heart. <laughs> my icy uh, cold heart.
0: So a cursory, a cursory glance at the romance <laughs> options for mass effect one male shepherd, you get either Ashley or Liara. Um, and then female shepherd, you get either Caden or Liara. Liara can be romanced by either because the Asari are, uh, Genderless. Yeah. So but they all look like women, but it's they're established as genderless.
1: Caden's oh, so boring though. He's a lot better in three. Okay. He immediately, as soon as I got the option to change party members, I was like, bud, you're gonna yeah. you're like the equivalent of the Pokemon that stay in the box for the, I, the entirety of the game. <laughs> I feel like both humans yeah. get benched yeah. pretty quick.
2: I don't mind both of their stories. I've played through with both and it's like you get to like, their stories are interesting, like Caden's story about how, like, he's got all these different parts of him because he's a biotic. And they didn't really lean into this much in the later games, but, like, the way they treated biotics, especially in the first game, is sort of like they're these weird experimental super soldiers. So they put, like, implants in their heads that would fuck with their brains and stuff like that. Um, so, like, you follow his story along and you're like, oh, this is kind of wild. Like, he has this experimental implant in his head. And Ash is a space racist, um, a spacist, um, and so they're they're basically their two stories. And Ash's is all about family, and sort of like Caden's about Judy. That's that's what I got from both of them.
0: And then Liara is just best girl from Mass Effect One, or best. Uh, sorry, I don't I don't know who <laughs> she is yet. I
1: haven't met her.
2: Oh, yeah, you will. Um, see. You meet most of the Liara's crew really rad.
1: early, relatively early. I just got Tolly. Tolly was getting, getting Tolly on my party was like the last thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. Tolly, Tally, whichever. I don't care
0: how it's said personally. I love her. Will forever be my go-to romance.
2: I thought she
1: was a robot at first. And so did I, like, I understand. I realized there's like a face that
2: you can see, like kind of through the mask. Even for a long time after, like, like I paid attention to what was going on with them. So I learned relatively quickly after reading their codex entry about a race, but I was like, this is an android this is cool. I like this. Um, but then you're like, oh, it's just a person in a suit. <laughs> it's a bubble boy.
0: They're still pretty cool. yeah, oh yeah I like cool. the that oh, the whole Corian subplot about their like home planet and stuff that you'll get into more later, yeah. Joe, is really
2: good. And and the stuff like Turians and quarians are like natural mates for each other because they're dextro species. So quarian or a turian can't eat human food. They have to get special food. So it's like they thought really hard about the way these races would interact with each other. And it's kind of cool. Like I love Mass Effect War. I love it.
1: So there's a lot oh. I've already noticed. There's a lot like just dialogue wise. Yeah. You could ask a lot of stuff like just side stuff. That's like background information about characters.
2: Yeah. I love that sort of stuff. That's my, that's my jam baby. So we just took a 15 minutes to do a mass effect uh, podcast. Not a mass effect stream. No. 15 minutes of mass effect talk later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we do have a bit of topical news Dad had a bit of topical news to bring for us. So, what have we got?
0: I do. I'm actually really excited to share this with you guys. So, I have discovered a, an app, and you know how you guys, we, we've, all, we've all been sending TikToks and stuff to each other. Yes. Um, I discovered an app that is essentially TikTok for streamers. What? And it's called Hover. And you can clip and synchronize your p like your PlayStation Five or Xbox One or PC clips to it, and you can upload them. And it's exclusively stream clips.
2: My God!
0: And you can follow people on Twitch directly from the app. You can react to people's posts. You can give them GGs would um, oh. in the app, which is like which is like a an award to boost yourself and or boost those people in the algorithm, and um. It sounds like I'm selling like an ad right now. I'm really not. I just discovered it and it's really cool. And right now they're doing this thing where um, I don't know how long this is going to go for, but each it's like every week or every two weeks they pick a top streamer clip and they give that streamer five hundred dollars.
2: Shit. So That's
0: and right hard. now there's like seven thousand something people that use it. It's not very big yet, and I I'm working on getting my first clip put on there soon because I really like the idea of it. It's still in beta. It's very new, but yeah. it seems super promising.
2: That's awesome.
0: So it's called Hover, um, and it's got like an icon of like a little dude in a spacesuit with a gaming headset on, and like I totally think you guys should download it, and anybody listening should should give it a shot because it's like like I said, it's TikTok for streamers. You get to see a bunch of streamer clips. You get to pick the games you follow as well, so they're more likely to pop up in your algorithm. Yeah. Um, I picked like every From Software game and like, a bunch of JRPGs um and of course like Warzone and apex legends are going to pop up all over the place because that's what most streamers play but one of the first uh clips i saw i can't remember who it's by and i didn't have my account set up yet uh fully so i wasn't able to like like it or save it It there's this guy playing bloodborne and he fell through the floor and managed to kill mergo's wet nurse through the floor (laughs) of the last boss and he was just like I'll take it. (laughs) Just the smugness that he said, like, I'll take it. Like I was like, I like this guy. So it's really cool. I I hope you guys give it a shot because I'm going to – and then we can follow each other and stuff on there. Definitely. You know, shoot clips around. told you I had one good topical news. I was really excited to share it.
2: That's great news. I think that sounds fantastic. I've just downloaded it. So it is now on my phone. I'm going to sign up to it after the pod. Um, This is going to be fucking great. I love this idea. It It sounds like the perfect one-stop shop to – get your name out there and meet interesting and fun people.
0: Yeah. And I think the clips that you make on it will save to your phone. So you can re up them onto, uh, onto TikTok as well. And I think one of the formats on hover makes it so you can just pull your, no matter where it is on the screen, you can pull your, uh, your your cam up to the top and then have a portrait mode of whatever is happening on screen yes um i think it lets you do that direct in app I, i don't quote me on that because i've i've seen it on there but i just haven't haven't done it yet so okay but it looks like that's one of the functions they've got however i'm really excited to give it a shot and I'm going to still post on TikTok, too, probably, and Instagram and all that. But it's nice to have, like, another outlet. Yeah, definitely.
2: It's good to have another uh, arrow in the quiver. Our discussion of the week this week is our very topical, how do we learn to drive? Ah, uh, yes. Um, which is kind of like a, a bit of a wild question, because everybody has such a, a pretty easygoing, like, oh, my parents told me to drive. But everyone's got a story. And I think that that's the best thing about these particular the stories is that everyone's got a story
1: so before we uh we jump into the discussion i know i know we usually do the quote of the week later but i have a very very topical set of quote of the weeks oh yes. so leeway into our discussion but first i gotta i gotta paint a picture for you okay, okay. Paint. <laughs> so imagine a young jay chili 16 years old seated behind the wheel for the first time and my my earliest driving instructor with their hands braced against the dashboard, screaming. <laughs> and these are the quotes of the week. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe, don't floor the gas going around turns. <laughs> no, Joe, we're on two wheels. <laughs> no, Joe, this isn't NASCAR racing. But let me tell you, listeners, don't let that negativity get you down. If you want to be a NASCAR driver, you be a NASCAR driver. <laughs>
0: On a closed course only with instructor <laughs> settings, please, for we, the love of God, do not take your driving instructor on a NASCAR ride.
1: For the record, we were we were driving in a cemetery, so we were, like, already there. If, <laughs> so, if something horrible happened, we were already there, so we I, wouldn't have to I, go very far.
0: I guess by your logic there, too, then anything you hit's already dead, so... <laughs> What are they going to do? Die again? That was dark. I'm sorry.
1: And and I left out the part where said driving instructor was my grandmother.
2: <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> oh no! Who's who's terrified for her life? Oh, poor man. At one point,
0: did the word did the words prep yourself, gram gram, come out of your mouth? Or did you just
2: like <laughs> no? Nope. Right I air? thought I was doing a great job. I thought I was oh, doing okay. a
1: fantastic job. Which this is why I never learned how to drive until I was 25.
2: To be fair, that's why you don't skip the tutorials. <laughs>
1: You got to sharpen your weapon when you're driving. Dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was I was sharpening it real good. Just slam on the gas, step
2: on the gas. Sorry, sixty
1: miles an hour around the corner.
2: That's wild. <laughs> that, that's great quote of the week.
0: <laughs> it's a pretty great quote of the week. Can, can I? I guess I'll just drop my dad' advice of the week. Oh yeah. Uh, Cause it will also be topical now that I've heard that my dad advice of the week is going to be something along the lines of be courteous to other people. When you drive, you don't know what they're going through. All right. You don't know what they've been through that day. They don't know what you've been through. The best thing you can do is just pass, let them pass and get on with your day. You don't want the extra negativity. And also,
1: you know, maybe don't learn
0: how to drive in a cemetery with
1: your Graham Graham it's also you also don't know if it's if it's their first time driving they don't know better than the slam on the gas going around sharp corners that's that's another thing
0: that's such an interesting to me if i was going around a sharp corner even if i didn't know how to drive i would think like break break so you can make the turn happen (laughs) but i guess that's a minority uh
2: thing because i need some speed to to make this turn my scarf is uh, at joe's (laughs) Complete lack of regard for human life. Like, just—I mean, he was in the cemetery. Everybody around was dead already. (laughs) Not your grandma. (laughs) I was just just like, just fucking Uh... putting his foot down. (laughs) Race around a car. It's like, didn't you play video games from a young age? They teach you how to drive. You don't accelerate through every corner. Have
1: you seen me? You saw me play side. You've both seen me play side. Oh my god.
0: That time you were trying to get to the strip club, or I guess it was like the the virtual stripper club, and you were like, wow, there's a lot of cars driving irresponsibly, and I was like, dude, you're on the wrong side of the road. And you're like, oh, I guess I am.
2: <laughs> oh. oh my god. I came in I came in once because I remember Joe saying that he couldn't drive in side bike. I came in and he's driving along the the sidewalk and then he's on his side of the car just sliding along and I'm like how does this happen in this game I've never seen this happen
1: uh, I'm pretty sure that was one of the first streams you attended it, too it was the
2: first stream I attended I was like. This guy's a my stream.
1: My
0: first stream was him playing cyberpunk and me going, dude, you're driving on the wrong side of the road. Because <laughs> like, you right? were like, man, the drivers in this game are aggressive. They will not get out of my way.
1: Yeah. I mean, they got out of my way one way one way or the other. They got out of my way. Oh, my, <laughs> oh God. my God. Hey, so if I ever visit you all, I'll just drive. <laughs> That's cool. Um, right. I mean, I'm a, I am ai drive like an old person now. I'm very cautious. But mm, in the no, beginning. Okay. Um I had to take some professional lessons before I was able to drive. you know
0: really that's surprising I, I don't see why you would need that
2: <laughs> i um I did professional lessons as well because my family didn't have a car. we'd walk everywhere for the most part i I'd get a school bus so like we didn't we weren't really driving around. so um I would take I got professional lessons because over here when you have your learner's permit you have to do a certain number of hours to then be able to go for your what well, we have provisional licenses. So you had to do 50 hours. So I did, I think maybe 13 hour long lessons. I started with one guy. I started with one guy and it was going relatively well. He was just like, I'll just teach you about the functions of the car. So I got into his car on the passenger side and then he takes me for a drive. Then he pulls over on this main road and he's like, okay, swap spots and I'll show you all the different things. So he's like, you know, steering wheel, blinkers, like windscreen wipers, accelerator, brake, that sort of act, that sort of action, gears. And I was like, okay, and he's like, okay, so pull out into traffic, and I've never, I've like sat behind the wheel of a car before, but like now I'm like trying to merge into like main street traffic, and I'm like, ah, ah, like internally, whilst just being basically glued to the thing, just like crossing my arms over just like, <laughs> and I drove around sweating bullets. And then I was like, Oh, I think I need a different instructor. And then I got this really sweet old woman named Glenda who would like, we'd <laughs> drive around in her, in her Lancer. And I felt like I was in the Fast and Furious because I was driving a Lancer, just a regular Lancer, not like a Evo or anything. And then I'd be like, yeah, this is great. And then, I did twelve of those lessons and then I me and my folks stopped listening to New South Wales government uh forged the rest of the hours and then I just went and got my license like a couple of weeks later. And it was great. My
0: story is uh it's kinda I don't know, it's kinda depressing. Okay. Um, so for like a short backstory, I don't know how many people out there know this, but my, my dad fought cancer for most of my life, like from when I was two or three till when he died, um, like eighteen when I was eighteen. And, uh, when I was in high school, I lived with him and the way I learned to drive was there would be times where my father would need to go to the hospital or he would have a seizure and somebody would have to get him there. So I, I had to, I had to load him up in the car and I forced myself to learn how to drive and I drove illegally for, sorry, Tennessee, uh, government. (laughs) I drove illegally for three years. Okay. And then finally I was able to get my license and then I wasn't illegal anymore. But, you know, then I didn't have to drive him anywhere anymore at that point. So um, it's a little depressing. And I apologize if that brought the mood down a little bit. But that is that is how I learned to drive. However, everyone in my family calls me like the safest of the driver, like the grandpa driver now. So I'll take pride in that. I'm the I'm the best of the drivers. My mother is notorious for speeding. My little brother, the first time he drove a car with me, whenever he tried to turn, he would throw the wheel and catch it.
2: Oh like this
0: I, I, I can't I know people can't see what I'm doing, but essentially imagine your hands are on if you look you know, the clock style three and nine, he would throw it to the right and then catch it and throw it again That's to try and turn right or left. I nipped that immediately. I said, No, that is not how you turn. <laughs>
1: Those are some driving pro straps. I'm not pro ready straps. for that yet. I, Not until you're ready for the j chili school <laughs> of taking turns at
2: 75. Holy shit. I, uh, oh my I like to go fast, but I also like to be safe and avoid spending money on speeding fines. So I tend to drive a bit like a grandpa too.
0: I have never been pulled over. I've never gotten a ticket. I've never had an interaction with street or traffic cops yeah. or anything. See,
2: over here, our cops tend to they don't pick on but if you've got a p plate which is the provisional licenses um so you basically go through a block of like two and a half years with provisional licenses so you have to put a p on your car you get pulled over quite a bit if you've got a p on your car um like i'd just be driving along one night and then just listen to music after like dropping a friend off or picking a friend up and you'll just be driving along the street i'll be doing like 45 in a 50 zone and then you'll just get pulled over and they'll be, come breathalyze you make sure you've got a license and then tell you to get out of there and cause no trouble which is kind of wild interesting yeah. i was gonna say the only interaction with police i've
0: ever had in my car was when i got off work when i was a bartender at like 3 a.m and i was sitting in my car i had just got into my car mm-hmm. and it was an empty parking lot next to a movie theater and these cops pulled up and of course they see empty lot one car on mm-hmm. 3 a.m Yeah. they came up and i had made well over a thousand dollars in tips that night yeah. because i was the only tender and server yeah. so i had a bag of money in my car <laughs> yeah and they pulled up and like i since i'd never been pulled over or anything i'm not used to dealing uh-huh. with police so i went to like panic mode and they were like knocking on the windows they're like roll your windows down what are you doing here and i was like i just got off work here's the logo it's the same as the, the building right there and uh i was like i can prove i just got off work and like in my brain i was like if i show them that i have tip money it will arouse suspicion <laughs> so i was like see i have a bag of tip money here and i picked it up and i showed it to him and thankfully like this cop had a great sense of humor because he he looked at it and he was like yeah that's that's money and like left it at that. But after they walked away, I was like, oh, fuck. I could have so easily just made it look like I just like waltzed out of there with just a bunch of money. And they could have totally dug deeper into that one.
2: Yeah. Or maybe you're a drug dealer just sitting there with your bag full of money.
0: Exactly. I, and then I was like, I was like, my manager is inside. I can call him and he can explain. And they were like, nah, it's cool. But they still ran my license and made sure I didn't have any warrants out yeah. for my arrest or anything. It was terrifying but also probably the funniest thing that's happened to yeah, me in my car that's
2: amazing <laughs> how about you joe have you had any run-ins with police in your car
1: so the only run-in and this is this is going to go back to when i was learning to drive again this is another <laughs> i have to i have so many stories it's not even funny um so within like the first couple of weeks of learning how to drive before everyone in my family gave up on me okay um and told me i was the worst driver ever <laughs> we were practicing parallel parking in this abandoned parking lot um that was like a couple blocks from where we live um and when you, once you go a couple blocks from where i live it you're going into like bad neighborhood kind of deal um but we were like parallel parking like uh, Tempting to parallel park. There is no parallel parking happening. Let me just say, (laughs) (laughs) but a cop pulls up into the law and he like comes over and he knocks on the window. And again, it's me and my Graham in the car. He's like, Oh, we're, we're just, we're just checking to make sure that, uh, to see what's going on here. There's been a lot of prostitution in the area. (laughs) <laughs> he thought we were there to pick up prostitutes but here i'm like catty corner i'm like catty corner in the middle of this lock because i'm like i don't know what to do how do i back into a spot what am i supposed to do i'm having trouble driving forward how am i supposed to drive backward and then sideways <laughs> holy
0: shit that's amazing yep
2: that's a great story
0: were they convinced when you said, no prostitution, this is just my gram, gram.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure they probably were. I'm sure that was probably pretty convincing when they like looked
2: over and saw her there. I would I would feel like maybe I need to try that out. Like, just next time you get pulled over, just like, no, no prostitution. I'm just teaching her how to drive. I'm teaching her how to drive.
0: <laughs> what if there's no one else in the car with you and you're just like,
2: nope, no prostitution here. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It helps if you declare it, no matter what situation you're in. If you get pulled over and they're coming to you with a breathalyzer, it's just like, I just want to recognize there are no prostitutes in my car right now. <laughs> yes, I'll breathe into the tube. I understand a blood test may be warranted.
0: <laughs> a lie detector test i guess
2: wheel out the polygraph mate you'll see there's no prostitutes in here
0: <laughs> bro I'm <laughs> bro i'm so clean of prostitutes i don't even know what it means <laughs> Oh, holy shit that's great i love that i loved all that um well i think that is an <laughs> amazing segue hmm. into uh, the question we asked our viewers this past week, which was pretty much what we just discussed um, sans one little bit, which was uh, who taught you how to drive? Or how did you learn to drive? And then in addition, we asked uh, what people's dream vehicles were. Um, hmm. Emphasis on vehicles. I never said it had to be a car. So we have a few emails. We've got a few responses in our discords. Um, I'll go ahead and pull up my discords. I, got mine I didn't have too. them up yet. I'm sorry. It's
2: okay. I've got up? mine up. I, I could start with one yeah, from my us, discord, which one. is from the wonderful Jellyforn who said, I have not learned to drive yet. I'm scared of driving, but their dream vehicle is a horse. So there's our first one love to really that. set the tone. To really set the tone.
0: That's great. I, I, I honestly have always wanted to learn how to... to, Whatever this... I was about to say, I would love how to learn how to horseback riding, but I don't think that's how you'd say that in singular
2: form.
1: <laughs> yeah. To ride a horse. I would love to learn that. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, I only got one response in my Discord, but it was it was... It was gold, solid gold. Uh, it was from our good friend Ghost Pepper, who stated that they their, their dream vehicle would be an airship, like classic Nintendo-era era Final Fantasy airship, which, you know what? I'm on board for that. Yeah. Imagine just having an airship just, like, sitting in your driveway, and you just jump in and you just go whoop, whoop, and you just go wherever you want to go. <laughs> Those are the exact sound effects it's going to make. <laughs> So it's propeller. It's
0: propeller
2: powered, but it only goes whoop in the air. It's a police siren when they're telling you to move. (laughs) Well, these these are
1: the airships of the future.
2: Ah, of course, personal airships.
1: (laughs) Back in the day, they needed propellers to power Uh, them. Now they've just got like propulsion power that goes whoop. Is it bad that when you said airships of the
0: future, my first thought was the sound effect from War of the Worlds that the ships make the...
1: No, That's a dream.
0: Uh, All right. Uh, I got one from within my Discord as well. Uh, This one comes from Oxidious Spire. He says... My dream car is very broad and he has a pretty, he does indeed have a very broad answer. I have lots and they're categorized as well. The ultimate dream car is a Ferrari or an Enzo Ferrari or an Aston Martin Victor. Um, I'm going to stop right there for a half second and say, I don't know what the difference between a Ferrari and an Enzo Ferrari is. I like Aston Martins because of James Bond. That's about as far as my car knowledge goes. Okay. there were only 20 Enzo's made and only one Victor made though. So those are hyper non-reality cars. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, dream supercars are Ferrari F599s okay, and Aston Martin Vantage. Again, I just know James Bond. I, I don't know what a Ferrari looks like off the top of my head. And dream classic muscle cars, a 1970 Chevelle SS, which I do know what that one looks like because my dad liked those a lot. Um And he continues on saying more modern dream cars, though, would have to be a 98 Nissan Skyline GTR R34 or 2004 Subaru Impreza WRX STI. Not that kind of STI. Uh, and then he says, sorry to kind of give a lot of info, but maybe the subcategories of dream cars could create more talking points and help out a little bit. It may, it possibly could, cool. but I know next to nothing about supercars and muscle cars and stuff. So
2: I got a couple of, any, of at least. I got a couple of answers. I could answer okay, okay. I can answer that question, like each one of those categories pretty well, I think. Do it. Um so the hypercar that I'd like the most is Oh, this is a hard choice. But the hypercar I probably want the most is, I'm, I'm going to have to go with maybe like the Ferrari F40, F45. One of those, one of those for like hyper Ferraris. They're real pretty to look at. I know what, there are two supercars I want. One is an older supercar, supercar. And one is, well, one's like an older hypercar, which is a 1985 Lamborghini Countach in ice cream white it has to be white if it's not white i don't want it if you've got a lamborghini out there Kuntash, dear listeners
0: this i just looked it up this looks like what back to the future wanted the delorean to look like is that
2: the lamborghini Contash? Yeah. yeah 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 so the Lam- it looks so it's cool so like it's it's such a 1980s car it's perfect um and more modern i'd go i would like a Audi R8. That's probably the car that I want the most of. I know what that car looks like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of know some <laughs> things. Um, and an old muscle car I want is, uh, I'd like a 1970 Dodge Challenger. Um, oh, I know what those look like. So that'd be nice. But my realistic, my the car that I'd like. So if, if the stream or something blew up, to the point where i could buy a frivolously expensive car i'd probably buy an audi s5 and that would probably be the car i drive around everywhere or and tech i'd like to buy a tesla too just because I've got to do That's something good the, uh, for the environment in my life
0: continuing in my discord this one's a little bit shorter but they provided a picture so if you're in the discord you can see this uh door Frog or prosthetic as most people know him Says definitely a 1990 Land Rover Defender 110 LSX. I don't know what those last pit bits are that people include on cars. Um, I don't do they do they
2: matter? Usually they're they're like signifiers. So, like for example, for an Audi R8, you can get an Audi R8 Spider, which is the, the convertible version, but you can also get an Audi R8 V10. And usually those mean stuff like either the size of the engine, so it'll be. X amount of liters, how many like how many cylinders it has, those sort of things. That's what those qualifiers are usually.
1: Is that how many gotcha. horses are in there?
2: Uh no. And it's also kind of funny because one horse can have up to, I think, fourteen horsepower, so there's something interesting about to be said about horsepower. Well, did you know that seven
1: thousand
0: chickens can create one horsepower? <laughs>
1: Yeah. We we learned that during Katie Cox's stream that, the the week she did KFC. That is now offhand knowledge that yeah. I have. Yeah. Yeah, me too. A supercar would be powered
0: by 7.2 million chickens. <laughs> and I think that's amazing.
1: I, I have a personal mission to go to a car dealership and ask them. Like when they tell me how many horsepower it is, just be like, Yeah, but how many chickens is that? <laughs> Break it down in the layman's terms for me. How many chickens you'd be kicked out. They'd be like <laughs> yeah. you could kindly
0: leave. Um, to end, sorry we tangented off, but the last little bit he included was uh, with a folding camp stove and foldable bunk in the back, which sounds really cool. I love camping yeah. and if that's like if that's like something you can, you know, add on, I would totally do that to like my Jeep or something. I like that cuz I drive I drive a Jeep. Um <laughs> Uh, and i can dive into mine real quick my my okay so since we're kind of touching on a couple um i will say the only like super car that i really know of or maybe considered a hyper car i don't know i really like it because i played a lot of uh need for speed rivals mm-hmm. when it came out on ps4 i actually really love that game i held a world record briefly uh for the last race of the game Ooh. for like a month i was like third in the world for time in the, in the Grand Prix. Um, but I, and my car of choice was a Lamborghini Veneno.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Um, and I still love how that car looks. I will never ever own one because just the costs of owning a Lamborghini, like I'm a man who looks at statistics and that new, no. <laughs> um, but it's super cool. I love how it looks. If there's a Veneno in a game with cars, I use it. Um, my rational car um, is kind of just what I have, a Jeep Cherokee. I think I would have prefer a Grand Cherokee, but their gas mileage sucks. So that kind of like is where I don't want them. Mm. And I look at gas mileage and stuff on cars before I really even look at how they look. Um, yeah, so sensible. if they ever make it a hybrid gr- Grand Cherokee or even an electric one, yeah, I will buy it. But Tesla uh, mm. is also one that I really, really want. Just a Model S. I mean, they're so cool looking and, I mean, who doesn't want a 10-inch iPad as their home station? And then my dream, my dream vehicle is a dragon. I want a dragon, you guys. I just want, I want a, specifically, an amethyst-scaled dragon. So it's purple and breathes lightning. Uh, Because that's kind of how that works, if I remember correctly. I mean,
2: kind of. I can't remember what the amethyst dragons used to breathe.
0: Well, mine will breathe lightning. I was
2: never a boy. (laughs) Personally.
0: I love dragons. Uh, always have. I love reading books about dragons minus Game of Thrones. I don't really care about that one. But um, one of the biggest ones when I was younger was this book series called uh, the Inheritance Trilogy, which then became a quadrilogy. And it's called Aragon. And um, it was a good. It was a good series of books. You know, I actually re-listened to them recently in audiobook form. Mm. Each book's over 24 hours long because they're, they're massive texts. And uh, I really like them. I love fantasy and dragons. And, yeah swords and stuff so that's my dream my dream vehicular i was was on the fence actually between picking a dragon or a bobsled pulled by penguins i love (laughs) penguins too and i think if i could roll in style somewhere and that was more realistic ish i say ish because like i could steal some penguins who knows how long i'd be able to run away with them Mm. uh but being pulled by a bobsled of penguins i I feel like that would just be just be—it's a power move.
2: It would be a good way to arrive to places. I gotta say,
0: right? Especially if I was also in a tux, like they were all little, oh, you know, they're little tuxes, and I was wearing a tux. You know, <laughs> I have a little cane with a. Penguin on
2: <laughs> It sounds like you're really gearing up to be a new interpretation of the penguin, though. <laughs> but a real slow-moving <laughs> yeah, version. Not evil. I think you'd turn evil with how long it would take you to get anywhere, trying to herd a flock of <laughs> penguins. Oh, I, have,
0: I have immaculate patience. <laughs> and you know what? I would just go where the penguins take That's me, fair. man. That's I, fair. Like, I'm off to the ball. Salutations. And then I end up, you know, <laughs> yeah. somewhere else. And I'd be like, this is you, fine. In Antarctica. Yeah, I was going to say, you end up in, the, in, in Antarctica. Like, uh, just... I've always wanted to go to Antarctica, so I'd be okay yeah, with that. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> um, I've got one from... The joyous Neon Medusa. Uh, I learned how to drive in an abandoned mall parking lot and my dream car is a blue Hyundai Veloster because of the K-drama City Hunter. Uh, and Neon followed up with, I have a Veloster, but it's not blue. It's Yeah, I think it's silver? I mean, you could get it resprayed. Like, that is an option. Or a vinyl wrapping. That
1: would
0: probably be more realistic. Respraying here is sketchy uh, yeah um neon actually,
1: Medusa, sorry
0: no i was just gonna say i have a bit of a driving story with neon medusa as okay. well because there was a day where she asked me to assist in her learning how to drive and so i i had her drive me through um this agricultural center mm-hmm. that's nearby where i live because it's got a low speed limit and you know it's just kind of got ups and downs and a lot of turns i feel like it's a good place to learn you know stop and go stuff and uh she did really well on the straight bits. However, anytime a turn would come up, it was a brake pumping session. Oh. And I just remember I remember just back and forth and back and forth. And it was uh it was very funny. She apologized profusely for it. And um but oh, I, I, I enjoyed that. that a lot.
1: And then <laughs> the we never I never
0: helped teach her again. <laughs> and it wasn't by choice. It was just any time I tried, we just our schedules were yeah, gone, So yeah.
1: The funny thing is I was just going to tell that same story because she told me that story on stream today. Oh, Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because I I rated her after my stream today, and I mentioned that we were recording the podcast that the question was for, and she proceeded to tell me that story on stream today. So that was actually the exact same story I was going to tell.
2: That's awesome. That's a great story. Well, look at that.
1: It was meant to be told. Yeah,
2: definitely.
0: Joe, retell it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, that's, that's all I have in my discord. Would you like me to move to our emails? Uh, Yeah, I've
2: got, I've still got a few more. Uh, we have, uh, we have the fine moose who said that, uh, I have my G1, which I'm guessing is a British, maybe a British or Canadian, maybe driver's permit. Uh, and I have for almost a year and a half, the pandemic hit before I could learn how to drive and. Moose followed up with, we currently own a Nissan Frontier, but I would love to own a Mini Cooper or Nissan Rogue slash Juke. I'm not too familiar with those. I know Mini Coopers, obviously, but Nissan Rogues and Jukes. Or as as, I used to... sorry, as you'd say, no, no, Nissan. Nissan Rogue.
0: So I used to work for Nissan. Okay. Yes, uh, I used to work as a product specialist where people would buy the cars, and I would teach them how the electronics in the cars worked. And so I had it memorized from the years of 2011 through 2017. 18 wait, shit. When did I work there? 2018, I think. Um, like those years, I had memorized as to how everything in those cars worked. I didn't understand the cars themselves, as that that not has been apparent <laughs> has not been apparent, but. Um, I would teach people how to use them and I will say that rogues and jukes are two of my least favorite cars technology wise ever. They look like jukes in my opinion are like cool in the sense that they're like ugly cool. Okay. Yeah. And then rogues are just like your general kind of SUV similar to like a, like a chair, like a regular Jeep Cherokee or, uh, your base model Land Rovers or, and I could be totally wrong as far as engines go, but cargo wise is more yeah, what I okay. mean. And um, so I can get behind that one a little bit, but I, I, I have a strong distaste for jukes. <laughs> now, if you like them, that's fine. I'm, I'm not going to tell you not to, I'm just going to say the electronics in them are, are quite difficult. So
1: fair. Pick that out.
2: That's very fair. Joe, you need to run through your dream vehicles.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, and this is, this is not going to come as a surprise for anybody that knows me, but oscar meyer Mobile. <laughs> i need it <laughs> i need it like in my life i just want to cruise around town in the oscar Wiener wienermobile it, it's on brand i need it oscar meyer
0: call me joe i regret to inform you that i did in fact get an email back from the oscar meyer
1: company and no. they're all interested in sponsoring you at this time <laughs> uh- uh, oh no! You know what, Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? I take it back. It's not my dream vehicle anymore. I take it back. Wait,
0: that it's doesn't gone. mean that doesn't mean you can't drive the Wienermobile. You just might have to order yeah. it yeah. Instead, It's but...
1: gone. I'm taking it back. New new dream vehicle: the Mystery Machine from Scooby. Oh, oh, I love that. That's
2: a good one. Just a Volkswagen hippie bus. Yeah, I've seen this are they? I've seen a Mystery Machine out and about. Um, in my hometown like somebody's got a combi and they've got to paint it up like the mystery machine it's amazing
0: aren't they coming out with an electric version of that van as like a like an all electric van throwback sort of deal I, I would hope so It's it sounds like a great idea personally I, I, I know many people who would buy it
2: I wouldn't oh. uh, just cause Yeah. <laughs> I've got to, I'm gonna wheel it back just for a second just to ask Joe a very important question would you be okay. concerned driving the Oscar wiener a bit that people would come up to you and ask you, like solicit you for wieners?
1: Well, yeah, I would obviously keep a supply in the vehicle with me that I could like throw out. the. Oh, window. OK.
2: So you would just like to so off a loose one. And hand, Yeah.
1: It? To the adoring, the adoring Oscar <laughs> Meyer fans. But it's not going to happen now because because Oscar Meyer shot me down. So Once. no more, no more solicitation of wieners, Oscar Meyer. It's done. This relationship is over. <laughs> I just I just love that they reject you once and then you're like I'm never doing this again. I'm never eating another Oscar Mayer wiener in my life.
0: <laughs> are you so so the follow up to that then is are you going to just yeet them out the window in like handfuls or are you gonna have a slingshot or are you gonna like I was thinking hand just handfuls them of them out the window. Oh, okay, okay. Like while you're still moving so the yeah. wind kinda carries them as well. Yeah. I can get
1: by that. Yeah, that way I can scatter them across the crowd. I'm imagining there's a crowd of people. Of course, it's not there just would one. It's, they... it's the Glizzy King. Why yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah, we've got to get them to all all the the Glizzy fans. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just imagining the Oscar My- I've not seen the Oscar My- Wiener vehicle. Like I've heard of it, and it's myth and it's mythological status. But I'm just imagining you standing. In, it's like the Pope Mobile. That's got a big bulletproof glass container. And it's just driven by somebody sitting down the front. And it's just like a big old bed of hot dog. And you're just standing there <laughs> waving to people. just, he's on, just honestly, handfuls he's not of waving. hot dogs. He's got <laughs>
0: handfuls of hot dogs. And he's shaking them so the wieners are
2: waving. <laughs> That's what we've come to see. We've come to see the wiener wave. <laughs>
0: Also, I've seen enough movies to know that, like, you see Joe all happy up there waving his wieners around, and then it pans down to the driver, and it's this like grumpy looking dude wearing a hat with a hot
1: dog on it, (laughs) he's like (laughs) driving all grouchy. I mean this this ties back to episode one. It could just be Billy in the hot dog costume. Episode (laughs) one. This is true. This is the real birth of the glizzy militia. <laughs> Give me the wienermobile, and who knows? I'll rise to the top of society.
0: Maybe that's why they turned us down. They knew giving yeah. giving you the wienermobile was a cause for the apocalypse. Because Too much that power. whole scenario takes place in a post-apocalypse.
1: So this is <laughs> Too what much we, power for one individual.
2: What we're actually witnessed was a successful version of Terminator 2. Like, somebody's come back from the future. To prevent the replying in a positive way to that email, giving you, access. and they just burst
1: into the Oscar <laughs> Meyer office, and they're like, "Stop everything!" <laughs> so
0: right now we're recording a podcast about how they rejected you, but in reality, like some robot
1: man has broken into Oscar Meyer and murdered people. See, I to don't
0: stop it from yes. coming through to
1: us. I don't, don't imagine matter. that it's a robot man. I imagine that it's it's a human hot dog hybrid.
2: <laughs> oh. And he's got it's, buns it's, for it's
1: wings. Jay Grimmy. Yeah. Yeah, he's got buns for wings, little buns that he uses to fly. And he like swoops down in through the window to the Oscar Mayer office cuz they're they're obviously on the top floor. So he just kind of swoops in. He's like stop everything. Stop what you're <laughs> doing. Stop making hot dogs. We have to answer this one email. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. I'll- laughs> if you sponsor Jay Chili. <laughs> that's it. Society will become hot dogs
0: allow me to paint a, a fictional tale for you here. Cause I just came up with this in my brain and I want to share it. The terminator in this scenario is the grimace glizzy hybrid. That oh, in yes. <laughs> and when he successfully eliminates the email going out, the glizzy parts of him disappear. And the last thing you hear is one more and he clicks away and disappears. Oh.
2: Oh, on yes. his way
0: to go get, I'm sure, what might be Billy's sponsorship.
2: <laughs> oh, no, not the sponsorship.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: oh. I will never be able to write a book, ever. But I can come up with great one ideas like that. So, Joe, you have you have the source material. I expect a manuscript <laughs> on my desk. <laughs>
2: Alright, you got it. Uh, oh. Just like we just hand it to a publisher and we're like, I'm like this reads a lot like Terminator 2, but with other but with other copyrighted characters sprinkled in instead of the Glizzy Grimace Paradox.
1: <laughs> Starring Keanu Reeves as the Glizzy Grimace.
2: No. Not Keanu and Reeves. Keanu
1: Reeves as everyone else. <laughs> we can only afford <laughs>
0: There will be one cameo, and it's Nicolas Cage, and it's just him going, I don't understand what's going on here, and, and like,
1: runs away. I he's think not actually be... in the movie. It's just, like, a clip we stole from another Nicolas Cage <laughs> it's, it's just the scene.
0: It, no, no, no. It's just one of the Keanu Reeves is currently watching uh, National Treasure right when <laughs> yes. Nicolas Cage goes – we're going to have to steal the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) Sorry about my Keanu Reeves,
2: Keanu Reeves is playing the Nicholas Cage that's going to steal the Declaration of Independence in the the, in-film version of National Treasure. And then the one sitting
0: on the couch watching the National Treasure being portrayed by Keanu Reeves is Nicolas Cage yeah. playing Keanu Reeves, oh, I, It's perfect. Oh, <laughs> we what? have created an Oscar-worthy movie, you
2: guys. <laughs> That's what everyone looks for, stunt casting. That's what the Oscars is all about. This, of course. This is some Keanu Cage
1: inception going on. Why does right that now? sound like an MMA fight <gasps>
2: title? Yeah, Keanu Cage.
0: Keanu
1: Cage.
0: Yeah, it does. <laughs> two men enter. Two men leave. <laughs>
1: I'd love to see Keanu Reeves and Nicolas Cage duke it out in a cage match. I think, Keanu although wins. I feel like Keanu Reeves would just be like the nicest person. He'd just be like, he wins, and he just leave. Yeah,
2: I don't want to fight, bro. I don't want to fight. Okay, I'm going. Down. I don't
1: know if you guys have heard any of like the stories oh. about Keanu Reeves, uh, but he's, he's like, like such an outstanding yeah, individual. Keanu Reeves has so, so much sweet. bad stuff happened to him. Oh fuck!
0: Too. Oh shit. That- we love you, Keanu. If you're out there listening,
1: we we love you, and we would we
0: would we would love to have you as a guest on the podcast sometime. I'm just- <laughs> that would be. We'd also
1: love to that. have you in the the Glizzy Grimace Paradox.
0: Yeah, it's if a real you like thing, it's to star
1: happening. in our movie
0: slash book adaptation slash just be our friend. Look, it
2: would really. It, add- it
0: pays an
1: Oscar Mayer wiener.
0: <laughs> it doesn't at the you moment, John. The we- It you- doesn't. <laughs> Not till it gets made, then, you know, <laughs> Piana, you could drive the Wienermobile.
2: Let's just say that this is a particular vehicle you'd like to stick yourself into. We're talking about the Ostermeyer Wienermobile, obviously. A
0: trademark of Ostermeyer LLC. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, guys,
0: I love this conversation and how derailed it's been, but we still have some answers I've got to so go through. so many that I still need to get through. I've got four emails okay, I've got- left.
2: I've got like five or six. Shall we alternate? Yes, we shall. I'll, I'll go first. Cause I have, I have mm, mm, a few more metal. Geordie go for it. metal. Geordie says, I don't know how to drive though. I'm told I drive people up the wall, but my <laughs> dream car would be the Batmobile. I've got a question. Geordie. If you're listening, please send a follow up to our wonderful email address, which is beadybunchpod at gmail.com. Um, and tell us which Batmobile in particular. There have been so many Batmobiles. It's a very good point. Like there's and the and the like. I'd say you could be forgiven because a, a bunch of the early like Tim Burton into Joel Schumacher Batmobiles were relatively similar. But we've seen lots of different iterations, like of Batmobiles. And we'll we'll tell years. you
1: if it's if it's not the Tank Batmobile from the Christian Bale movies, we'll tell you you're wrong.
2: I don't know. I like I. I,
0: sorry. Dude. I was gonna say I really like Adam West's Batmobile, <laughs> and I think it might just be because Adam West was in it. Yes,
2: I love Adam West.
0: <laughs> um, that movie is one of my favorites. It's so
2: good. I, I like that. <laughs> I like that Batmobile too. Just because it's a car, like I like that. I've also we can't discount how cool the Robert Pat the Robert Pat Bat and Bat. Uh, car looks like it looks real sick the new one it's like a Chevy it looks like a Chevy or something that's just got extra bat bits added to it and it looks fucking schmink but um I'd say the Batmobile from Batman Forever would probably be my ideal Batmobile
1: Maybe it's just the chaotic nature in me coming out, but I just want to be able to roll other, over <laughs> other cars. Yeah, that's with fair. The, with the tumbler from the the Dark Knight.
2: i just imagining. I just want to
1: like roll over, to like I'm late. Sorry, everybody, I'm late for work. As I just like <laughs> no, I, plow over, like <laughs> or just crush
2: everybody's cars. Or you just like I don't like go a parallel park. You just drive and sit on top of another car. <sighs> <laughs> There's
0: some guy in one of those cars getting crushed, like just eating a sandwich. Like, <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> um, okay, alternating through with another derailing, of course, because I love it. Uh, my, this one comes from my brother, actually, my brother William. He says, My first experience is driving when I was 11 or 12. My dad clung to the driver's side roof rack while he told me how to use the pedals and navigate the driveway. Okay. <laughs> uh, I ended up throwing him off with my super hard braking. He was pretty upset. However, my main driving training, 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 came from my mom. We would frequent this church parking lot, and while I sucked it first, that's where I learned all my skills, especially how to speed, uh, followed by a laughing emoji. Uh, and then he said, ends it with, my dream vehicle in the future is to get myself a custom Maserati Ghibli blacked out with red trim, the pinnacle of epic. That, I don't know what that looks like, but I bet it's pretty cool. That sounds I didn't understand super any of those
1: cool. words.
2: I, uh, I mean, black and red's just a great color combo. It really is. Like, I love black, red, and then throw in a little bit of white there, like the white stripes. There's nothing that looks better than those three colors together. Um, I've got one from Nipper uh, who said, I learned to drive with an instructor but drove cars when I was younger because my dad lived on the countryside. I currently own a Mazda CX-3 and a Vauxhall Corsa, a Vauxhall Corsa Sport. Uh, My dream car would be a big-ass GMC 4x4. That's pretty exciting, Nipper. Thank you for the I like that. Yeah, cool.
0: Definitely one of the more down-to-earth
2: answers we've received this evening. Yeah. I mean, I just want a car that makes me look like I'm a drug dealer from 1986. Like, is that such a problem? Is that a problem, people? No. I
0: want nothing more than for you to look like a drug dealer from 1986.
2: Yeah. yeah. I just need to wear flares everywhere, wear all white to match my car. I'll know where to find me. Yeah, but because
0: if you wear... And if you're not wearing all white, we need to get you one of those silk floral oh, button-down shirts yes. that make you look like you could be a porn director, but it's
2: comfy and you don't care. He says I'm not? I could dabble in both. I'm Ladies and say. gentlemen, episode
0: five of the Beard Box <laughs> pod will be discussing Billy's porn career.
2: <laughs> Please no. Um... <laughs>
0: Uh, Let's see. Coming up next, I've got an email from Patrick who says, I learned to drive with my sister's 1985 LeBaron. I almost said LeBron. In an empty Coles parking lot. Before I did my driving test, I spent an hour parking and pulling out of a Target parking lot. And then I took what was possibly the easiest test in my life. I remember the guy giving me my test was way too large to fit in the car. So that was comical AF. Um, and then he follows it up with, I'm not really a car person, so I can't go into specifics on what I really want, but I do eventually want to get an electric car of some type. I got so close to getting a hybrid last time I bought a new car and I really wish I did. My first car was a Ford Ranger, but I didn't really need a truck at that point. Once I'm older, I'd love to have one of those as well.
2: That sounds good. So.
0: Uh, Utility all across the board. Yeah. i got two. Good gas mileage.
2: Yeah. Real good gas mileage. Move someone out of their house. I, I do want to have a, I do want to have an electric car. Like, I feel like a social responsibility, you know? It's a wild one. But I've got two quickfire ones, two real quick ones. Yeah. Will says, I learned to drive on the quiet streets of the relatively small suburban town where I grew up, and I would love to drive a 1978 Datsun 280Z. And uh, Lion Boy from my Discord also says, still trying to learn, and a dream car is a Mini Cooper. Mini Coopers have got a bit of play in this. noticed yeah i'm enjoying i'm enjoying the love
0: for the smaller cars yeah
2: i think they're a real cultural touchstone though like it was such a big part of like the british explosion and stuff those mini coopers like it was such a mod kind of vibe that i think that's just persisted throughout
0: pretty cool yeah meanwhile in america it's the biggest car you can get lift your pickup truck an extra four feet if you have to then internationally they're like we like small cars because we park in cities a lot and uh you know don't want our cars to get messed up you know you go to a major city here and it's like you got to try and squeeze between two lifted
2: trucks and potentially a monster truck somewhere in texas Um, it's just madness to me I, I i drive a mazda 3 so i've got a relatively small car But, like, even that, I'm like, my car sometimes feels big compared, like, I'm like, I fit a lot of stuff in it, I can, it feels big on the road sometimes, I'm like, I'd like to get small, I want to get small, I want my footprint to be little, you know? I get
0: that. I don't drive a huge car, but I do drive a Jeep, uh, which is an, it's like a smaller SUV. Um, but I go camping a lot. So like I, I bought it with the justification that I'm going to be using that cargo space to haul my equipment and move things for my friends, of course. And, you know, it's usable. It's being used. It's not just an empty cargo space because I wanted a big car. Um, I got two emails left. Uh, second to last we've got from, from my brother, my other brother, Eddie, he says, yo, (laughs) my stepmom taught me how to drive. Uh, who's my mom. My mom. Yeah. So My mom has now taught two people in today's <laughs> episode how to drive. Stick shift was my first car, which I'm sure most of you listening to this podcast thing don't know what that is. <laughs> I love he, thinks, he thinks he's so old. These kids. <laughs> uh, these kids, stick shifts and floppy disks. Oh. Stick shift is still totally a thing, by the way. Not in Australia. Um, he, he follows it up with, uh, let's see, like this podcast thing, don't know what this is, like a payphone or a Betamax player.
2: <laughs> I love that so much.
0: Um, he says, my first car was a Jeep, and that would still be an ideal car to have for fun. Hmm. So, and then he says, peace out. Peace <laughs> out. My brother is such a prod- product of the 80s. Yeah. You know, he's like, peace, homies, yo, what's <laughs> up, dude? Um,
2: and then, do you have one more? I got three more. I got three more. To Jesus. Yeah. So uh, you go through two more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got first one we have is from good friend of the show Red Nut. My first drive was in the corridor of a busy bypass, which is like a big, uh, like we have them here to sort of bypass little like sort of suburbs and towns if you go in between places. Not quite a highway, not quite a motorway, but just like a big stretch of road designed to get you from A to B. Then the second drive was in the industrial area of of an area around here called Stockton. But I somehow managed to take a wrong turn and end up on the actual road It managed to drive home okay. The dream car was either a Porsche, a Porsche, I should say, or a Dodge Viper. But I'm pretty fucking stoked with the new car I have now, to be honest, which is a Skoda station wagon. And it's, yeah, it looks pretty nice. looks pretty nice. And, uh... What's your last email? What's our last email? Uh,
0: sorry, I was looking up what a Skoda station wagon is. Oh, I don't think we have that car here. So a
2: Skoda is like a cheaper version of like like Volkswagen. It's from the same company. Like Volkswagen owns like Audi and Porsche and, and Skoda and a whole bunch of other ones. But basically right. Skodas are like, it's like an Audi body and an Audi chassis and then they put a different body on top and sell it for cheaper.
0: Interesting. Yeah, they look they look I can see the Audi in them. Yeah, after I've or the Audi, the uh VW. No oh yeah, I can see kind of the Audi and I can see the VW yeah. in them. That's really what I meant to say.
2: But I mean but I don't know why Audi, I said Audi. Audi's look are basically like advanced VWs really. Yeah, that's like,
0: fair. It's yeah, I can I can totally see that. It I, don't, I definitely know we don't have that over here, though. And if somebody out there knows that we have them here, they aren't where I live. So Yeah. That's cool. I, I like how that looks. Um, and let me dive into my last one, which is from our very good friend, Robert DeBruce. Um, oh, Brucey. Who has said, hello, friends. Hello, Brucey. I learned to drive in stages. I would always be watching my father drive as a kid, so I picked up mannerisms from how he drove. I definitely did that as well. Um. Once I had my driver's permit, I was more, more comfortable than I thought I would be because I unknowingly was imitating a lot of the things I would see him doing while driving. I learned most of the other stuff through him sitting in the passenger seat while I drove. My mother was mortified by driving with me at first, so it was mostly him. I did driver's ed, but I learned more from doing than books, so it was less, it was less helpful. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um, I'll be honest. I don't know a lot about cars and vehicles. I've always been in the mindset of, does it run? Perfect. But fantasy vehicles? Who boy, I'll go off. <laughs> This is an old poll from if anyone, but if anyone remembers the Thunderbirds TV show with the marionettes with marionettes, there was this car in the show they called the FAB one or fab one. Look it up in parentheses. Uh, It was a high tech car limousine driven by one of the characters It had six wheels, a clear dome top leg room for days, a mounted machine gun, a grappling hook, a smokescreen canister and more. So that would be my dream car for sure. I hope you guys have a great day, Brucey.
2: Oh, Brucey, thank you so much. That's awesome. You had me a that's, grappling
0: hook. That was amazing. Yeah, I kind of want this car too. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll just let my penguins drive it. Yeah, it's a great plan. Right plan. I would love to see my penguins handling handling
1: a machine gun and a grappling hook, <laughs> <gun. laughs> but I won't go terribly.
0: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like that's the third variant terrible future that could possibly happen on top of my hot dog hell and Billy's grimace hell. As you have penguin <laughs> hell, penguin yeah. penguins Apocalypse. just have machine guns.
0: Yeah. yeah. Listen, man, I'd be okay with it.
2: I, who wouldn't be? I'd be okay with with penguins taking over the world. Sea lions wouldn't be okay. Yeah, with sea it, lions so. would be real pissed <laughs> off. Real. We would pissed. have the sea lion rebellion. Just hard, hard <laughs> from that. <there laughs> <Yeah. out. laughs> Just uh, Joe and I riding sea lions into battle against the penguin Guys, army. don't be
0: against me. You've destroyed our way of life. I don't get penguin. any fish to eat anymore. The fish? Whose problem is that? It's not mine.
2: <laughs> it's your penguin army. They're all well dressed, well armed,
0: fancy army.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so silly. My, um, oh, I love it. My last, my last email. Email. Last Discord post is from uh, Half Witty, one of my dear mods. I learned on a posty bike, which is like a real, like, shitty little motorbike that our postmen drive right around to, to drop mail off uh, on the mean streets of Newey in his mid-20s. Uh, and then uh, he's, he'd drag race buses and lose. His dream vehicle is probably an old 1960s Mini or a Yamaha f JR 1300, which is a touring speedy bike, and it looks like one of those say, chunky boys.
0: Yamaha made me just instantly go, "Oh, I think that's a motorcycle, Is that our only motorcycle answer? That is our only
2: motorcycle answer. Interesting. I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. So, there are our answers for our question of the week. Uh, Joe, what's our question for next week?
1: Are we going with the with my anime
2: plan? We certainly are.
1: Okay, then our question for next week, (laughs) our question for next week is uh, what and if if you are a fan of anime, of course, there may be some out there that are not fans of of anime slash manga. But if you are a fan of anime slash manga, what franchise slash series slash any type of media got you into anime? Love to hear it. I can get behind that i um
0: i actually forgot we were gonna we were gonna do the anime episode that we were discussing in our our little chat so i was gearing up to be like why don't we ask everyone
2: what they wear to bed <laughs> <laughs> that's actually not a bad one either <laughs> bonus question yeah bonus question.
0: if you feel like including what you wear to bed pajama wise i would love to know some of you sleep naked you know for science um Please. This isn't even for the podcast anymore. Yeah. This is, no, this is, this is just for our this entertainment. Is, this is Intel for my Penguin
2: Army. Yeah. Um, so, so just uh, to recap, our question is, uh, what sort of anime got you? What did you watch that first got you into the medium of anime? And also, what do you wear to bed? You know, that's our, <laughs> that's our question. I love it. <laughs> do you watch oh, it while you watch anime? Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you watch it while you watch
0: anime? Do you wear do, it do anime? It? It? Do, it. It? do you wear it while you watch it? Do you watch yeah. it? Do, do, you, you, like, do you hang do you,
1: it up in the corner and you like kind of glance over it yeah. every once in a while? Do you, by chance, wear your anime while you watch your pajamas? Yeah. Fuck, I That's would. That's the real question.
0: I would, too, if I could, but most of my anime is digital. Yeah. So if I get a projector, maybe I could just project, <laughs> just project it onto it me. Onto your nude form, and, and then just h- hang my pajamas up and be like...
2: Your roommate oh, walks by is like... That's great. Oh, what? What? Okay it just walks off
0: <laughs> just keeps walking my, my roommate would just keep going there would be no stop it would it'd just be like oh andrew's doing his thing again
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man you guys this has been such a delight
2: well, i um i i love it we have one final bit of business dad we do would you like to lead our streamer of the week
0: Well, guys, I would have to say that my pick for streamer of the week has to be the illustrious, the beautiful Kylie Teagan. She plays a mean Outlast game, and I didn't get to see too much of it, but I kind of want to maybe attempt to strong arm her into playing it again so I can watch because she's extremely
1: entertaining. I'm also not sure when she sleeps.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I I wake up.
1: I, I'm like at work in the middle of the afternoon. It's like 2 or 3 p.m. my time, which I know is like 5 a.m. in Australia. And I'm like, what is Kylie doing? She just went live. What is she doing right
2: now? I thought that too. I woke up <laughs> at 5 a.m. this morning, and I was like, oh, I'll just glance at just my phone to see if there's any important notifications. And I had a Twitch notification that said Kylie Teagan is now live like five minutes ago. I was like, what the fuck is Kylie doing? is madness. I was there. I was there. <laughs> but I think that's a great, great streamer of the week.
0: Definitely, guys. Go check her out. Um, if you care to type in URLs, it's twitch.tv backslash TGN. She's wonderful. Please go give her a look.
2: Wonderful. So, fellas, where uh, where can people find more of your beautiful faces?
0: I think twitch.tv slash jchili is a great place to find Joe. And that is Chili with two Ys, by the way.
1: Yep, there's an imposter out there. How dare they? He's he's not as good as you. Let's. I'm gonna pull them. Who is this? I don't think they have anything. I don't know if they may have gotten purged since I started, but I remember in the beginning, they have two followers. So you are the superior, Jay Chili. Yeah. Well, I was I was real mad in the beginning though when I couldn't have Jay (laughs) Chili with one.
0: Honestly, I can't see you without
2: the two y's. Yeah, yet.
1: it's just part of I mean, I've made all the like graphics and stuff at this point, so
2: it's I'm stuck with the second y now. But like even when I make Clearly
1: up, I can't change that. Stuff.
2: Yeah, well, even when I make up your like your name in like Pokemon or whatever, I always add an extra final like final letter to it just so we know <laughs> it's you.
0: Sometimes I add four. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Chili,
0: Chili's baby back ribs. Sorry, anyways. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) And of course, you can find the wonderful, the legendary Mr. Marbles over on twitch.tv backslash Billy Rids, where he, he plays a whole variety of games. Marbles, Marbles is a favorite of mine, Jackbox, Mons Monday, even though it wasn't Mons Monday this week, normally it's Mons Monday. What if you're if you're missing out on the Billy Ridd stream? What are you doing with your life? Like, really? What are you doing? So get
0: Seriously, over there. He's he's basically famous <laughs> at this point. So if yeah. you're not over there already, get your ass over there.
2: Thank you, Lance. Um, and <laughs> if you want some high quality, pre grade, I'm talking A one entertainment. You want to go to Twitch TV backslash ATM zero. Uh, it's it's dad rock vibe. It's got all kinds of things. It's got Dead by Daylight. It's got, we're getting some Resident Evil. We're getting we're getting all kinds of things. But let's be honest. Dad's fucking great. I think we know Dad's great. We call him Dad. He's become the, the unofficial father figure of this group. And there's nothing better than being able to chill out and have a good time with Andrew slash ATM Zero.
0: Oh, so kind. Thank you so much, Billy. God, you guys are great. I fucking love both of you. I
1: hope you know that.
2: We love you, Dan. And I love you, Jeff.
1: All the love. All the love for everybody. Yeah. All around. Yeah. Including yeah. everyone everyone listening right now. That's exactly right. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. And if you
0: like what you've been hearing, please feel free to check out our link in the description. It'll take you to a link tree that contains all of our URLs, so you can check us out when we are live on Twitch. We hope to see you soon, and we'll see you next week. On the mini Pudge Podcast.